Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. And as always, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. It's Michael, and joining me to catch them is his real test, to train them is his cause, Matt. And by training, I mean put them into the jobs and then just change the date and time of your switch so they train quicker. And he will travel across the land, searching far and wide. It's Adrian. I did not travel very far or search very hard. I found the Pokemon I wanted, and then I went straight to the end. I'm yeah, doing thumbs fu- up, but a, you can't see it. That's a, that's, a, that's a big journey. Get to all the end. You've traversed the furthest, especially in time. Yeah. Um, so. I just wanted to point out that a game's still falling to that thing of, like, it's just based on the, the console's timer and people just change the timer. Because I feel like we should be advanced enough the game... Developers can subvert that now. No, that's that's how that's how we do it, boys. Uh, but we've we've been playing Pokemon Sword, all of us here. Mm. That's right. I'll, Did anyone play Shield? I'll well, take, I'll take Shield off. It just says Pokemon Sword now. Um, I believe collectively our partners played Shield. Correct. Uh, my partner did not. Mine played Sword. How could you? No, that's yeah, that's fine. So, but we do have people who have played Shield. I mean, it's the same thing, just slight variances. You you fight a different dog? Question mark. Two different gyms. Yes. And that's about it. And oh, the and Pokemon some exclusives. Yeah, yeah. But yes, welcome to Switch Pokemon. It's now shiny and. Uh, colourful and delightful. And to some, lacking. Yeah, but before we get into what it does or doesn't lack, uh, would you say that this is a game for a busy gamer? I'd say, yeah. It's um, especially, again, I think if a game is just on the Switch, somehow it becomes more uh, busy gamer friendly. Yep. I, like, I could just, like, do a fight or like run halfway through a route and drop it and or save the saving is so much quicker than what i remember from previous games oh uh, yeah in instant yeah essentially it's great um i'd say absolutely portability is is very nice you can uh you can multitask that's the beauty of things like the switch or even a 3ds or your phone so you can be trying to catch up on the mandalorian while playing Pokemon, exactly. and that's important to a busy gamer. Oh yeah. The other night, I was watching El Camino on my TV while playing um, Pokemon Sword, like a full console fledged game, and that kind of just blew my mind for a moment. I was like, imagine that, like being able to like play a game while watching something, but on the screen. Usually, when I've done it before, it's like games on the TV because I have no choice, and then it's something on my laptop. No more. No more must you live like a console peasant. Welcome to a portable console king. Ah, it's a beautiful world. But also with Pokemon, you can just go sleep mode and come back to it. Whereas, like, say, hypothetically, um, if, if the PS4 was somehow portable, you still have the moment where it's like, hang on, I'm waking up. Uh, Switch is pretty much instant, which I'm pretty yeah. glad about. Or if 
like Ring Fit Adventure is not a game that you would play on the train. Uh, but <laughs> what speak for yourself. Do. I hey, I'm down. If we're if we want to do some sort of publicity stunt, Nintendo, give me a call. I will do. <laughs> I will do Ring Fit Adventure on the train. But it like stops you, and it's like, hang on, we got to make sure that everything is uh, everything is correct here. We got to make sure it's all uh, above board. Okay, you can continue to play. Whereas Pokemon, it's just bam, straight back in it. Uh, and the Pokemon formula uh, is perfect for on the go, especially when you can uh, put it into sleep mode, close your 3DS. It's perfect. It's never not going to be perfect because it's like a game of chess. You just pause the game of chess. You just, And that's what old people did. They just leave their chessboard there. They'll be like, we'll get back to it. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> It's but true. it's a chessboard yes. in your pocket. <laughs> Pokemon, it's chess in your pocket. Um, I mean, it's turn-based. It's strategy. You have pawns in your team. Whoa. And you say, you will be fodder, so <laughs> You will die so I can use a full restore on someone else. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the grind? That's what we're here. That's what we mainly talk about. How do you feel this game from a grind perspective? The grind is minimal. It's mm. been thoroughly reduced this time around. There is, like, you get XP share, like, straight oh. off the bat. Oh, you yeah. have, I feel like you're rewarded, I feel like they're giving you more XP for catching Pokemon. Uh, so then grinding is then sort of completely a choice, because if I didn't see a Pokemon I didn't have, I just wouldn't. Fight, fight it because you can now see them quite clearly in the grass in the overworld. Instead of random encounters, you just go, ah, oh, I've already got one of those. I'm just going to walk past that. And I was not underleveled at all. I really like that they took that cue from uh, from Go slash Let's Go because I love just being able to like it uh, and just try and dodge it and then like sprints at you and now you're running from a Machamp that's like trying to chop you. God, but I don't... Did they chase you in Let's Go? Because I love that there's, like... The first thing I did when I got in the wild area was run the hell away from uh, Ty Rogue just sprinting at me. Just this little boy. He's just a little boy, and he's going to kill me. And I'm like, oh, God. It's Um, very concerning. It is terrifying. Uh, But I do love that. Love the wild area. Love party share. I don't understand the hate for party share um in the main storyline i do understand people want to be able to turn it off um but it's not a deal breaker as much as some people say because i'm i'm actually i'll i'll quickly jump into this here in the politics of this game uh reddit is crazy because you've got uh the Pokemon subreddit who have lynched the mate have lynched Game Freak, they hate him. Uh, and then on the other hand, you've got the Sword and Shield subreddit, um, who th- they can do no wrong. And so I'm like, I just want to talk facts here, and neither of you guys have them. You both have your own uh, agenda and narrative. I Wait, just want to s- like. I'm talking about the subreddits. They both have their oh, own yeah. narrative uh, and presumptions and, you know, they pick and choose the facts that they want. 
So what exactly is party share? As an EXP share, yeah? Yeah. Is that what it's referred to as now? It's now called party share, is it? Uh, I don't know I what it's called. This is what I called it. Because I don't know what it, oh, okay. the correct name is. Coined coined by... Uh, Adrian. By, by Adrian here. Yeah. So I'll tell you quickly my experience um, is... What I can remember from playing previous games is only one Pokemon got XP. And I'm lazy, and I would just have my <laughs> starter go out. So playing gold, um, Ferilligator very quickly shot up in XP while everyone else did not. Uh, at some point in, I did figure out that you can like have someone start and then swap them for whoever you want to fight, which is usually Ferilligator. And then um, they split the XP. But I just remember getting to the Elite Four in gold and having like a level 80 for alligator that like smashed everyone and then might have just died at the end and then I couldn't finish it. So, because <laughs> <laughs> every other Pokemon was like level 30 or less. So, uh, from a grind perspective, it's not great that I don't have to grind that out. Um, so, I just love the the party share. It's not, like you still do have to spend some time leveling up some other ones. Like, it's not equal, but it's not so bad that I had to stop playing the game. Um, well, Pokemon Yellow had uh, EXP share like it is, but you had to earn it, whereas this starts off from the go, which I, I like it like that. And I'm pretty sure Ultra Sun and Moon had it that way. I like it like that. Uh, but um, I also, with the EXP, um, see, I accidentally, I may have, okay, I haven't finished the game, uh, the post game, but I kind of already have uh, level 100 because I just was raiding. Oh. And I just... Now, I thought it was going to be super OP, like, game-breaking that you can just get XP from raids. Because I think it's great. I love that you can do anything in the game. Like, pretty, like, you can do what you feel like doing and you will get rewarded, you know? Like, you don't have to play the game just to get XP. You can just do raids and you'll have your, um, whatever they're called, gems, XP somethings. What are they called? Uh, candies. Yeah, okay. I thought so. I was going to get confused with rare candy. Anyway, it gives you XP. And so I got my, like, Grookey from, like, level 20 to, like, 40 in, like, one sitting from doing some raids, I think, with Matt. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I've broken the game. But it was... It, it's still, by the end, it was challenging enough. Like, I didn't feel um, like it was a, it was a cruise... To finish the game. Most of the game was pretty cruisy, but all the end game, like as in leading up to the last few fights, felt challenging to me. Yeah, and besides my level 96, uh, the final main story fight, I felt it was like, yep, equal, equal, equal. And then the very last one was like, what a jump. Thank God I've got this level 96 guy. (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't have to worry too much about it, but still, what a jump. Yeah, it was good. But, like, I mean, I feel like a god. And I and I remember this from previous games. It's like, there is no real challenge. Like, I never lost a battle. I feel like a god. And Well, I mean, Pokemon's not exactly that hard. Yeah. But that said, you never lose a game. And then here's Hop going like, I will beat you this time. Hop, you've fought me four times and you haven't won. No. <laughs> or any of them. Like, Bede even is like, 
Yeah. You're the best. And oh, he's so weak. Why does he suck so bad? I beat him with one Pokemon. I just have a Galarian Lanoon. It's not even Obstagoon yet. And it wipes his team. I took, in the last fight against him, I took nine hit points of damage. Jesus. And rolled him. I was like, what is the point of you? You suck. Looks like somebody knows there are tight matchups there, boys. That's what Hop says every time as yeah. well, whenever you get him. He's like, oh, good time match. I'm like, why don't you? Why don't they ever, why has a Pokemon that game never thought to have the trainers change their Pokemon throughout a battle? Maybe it's too hard to, if it's, to huh? code, or maybe it's just too, like, maybe that's the gameplay is just, this is how they fight. Like, there's no, they don't want to because that's not the challenge they want to pose. Because I would, like, but then you'd probably end up just flipping back and forth as they pull out a water, you pull out an electric, they pull out something to counter that, I don't know, ground is it? And then you pull out something to counter that, like, you would never actually get any damage off. <laughs> but that's not what happens in, like, when you when you play against an, a human opponent, someone someone will take a shot on the incoming Pokemon, and then, and then you might swap out? Or should the game actually be played in, is it set? In the set battle mode rather than the shift? Where between, you, between Pokemon you can't change? Is that how it works? So you choose your Pokemon, you're stuck with that, and you have to battle it out. You battle with that when you can change, but it costs you a, a turn. Whereas, you know... Typically, you're fighting a trainer in the game and it says, they're about to bring out a Meowth. Would you like to change? And you can go, yes. If you play in set, you have no choice there. You have to f- always forfeit a turn if you do change out your Pokemon. Yeah, I mean... That's... To make it harder. I don't know. Do you think it would make it more challenging to have the cha- the, 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 the PvE trainers swap out? Well, I, th- I think so. Maybe if it was like a... Because well, you have Dynamaxing now. When they go for three turns, your Pokemon is giant and does like huge damage. So what if there's a timer on a number of turns before you can change your Pokemon, for example, to stop just the endless looping of back and forth? So you bring in a Pokemon, he's going to sit there for three moves. He's either going to like just tough it out or he's going to get wiped. If you're, if you want to change sooner, what if, say, similar to Dynamaxing, where you can only Dynamax for three moves? What if there was a system where uh, your Pokemon has to be there for three moves, but it allows then the AI to also make changes and it not just get stuck in a loop of everyone trying to get the upper hand by swapping immediately? You bring them in; they've got to either tough it out or they're going to get like killed if you want them out sooner and like maybe that's maybe that's a good option you have like a cooldown on your swap pokemon unless you have an ability that allows you to do it like bat and pass or something so basically yeah you you have a limit onto how much you change that, that would be interesting i reckon there'll be like a very interesting rule um cuz that's what a lot of like some competitive games i've watched they just swap 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 an attempt to read a swap, failing to read the swap. Uh, so yeah, it would be interesting to like go. Hang on, you have to you have to commit to this unless you have 
run away the ability or baton pass like you. Well, let's uh, open up our bag and have a look in that inventory. We got any rare candies? I think we should be leveling up uh, some of our experience. Who wants to make some curry? Oh, so much curry. All the curry. The curries I've never even heard of. Well, you've you've never had sweet bone curry? (laughs) (laughs) Have you never had salad curry? Ooh. Oh, sl- slurry. S- sorry? <laughs> oh, no. Alrighty. So, looking in here, I've got uh, some. I've got a hard stone. Uh, I have used up all my rare candies to get this bad boy up to level 100. Uh, and coming up next fortnight is Deadly Premonition. That's the game that we're going to be playing. I mean, I'm still going to be playing Pokemon Sword, but I'm <laughs> supposed to be there. I was supposed to be playing, but uh, we'll be giving it a go. That was a fan suggestion as well, so thank you very much to our fan who uh, gave us that excellent suggestion. Did you forget his name? No, it's insert name here. <laughs> I would never forget my good friend's name who suggested that. I I do remember. I'm just going along with the bit because it's. A bit... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's making me look bad over here. I think it is going to be our effectively the final game of 2019. Yeah, premonition. Um, and then we're going to be going on. We might have like a little Christmas special if we have time at Christmas to do so. And then we'll be taking a little bit of a hiatus because I'm going to get married, and then I'm going to go on a honeymoon. Um, but I can take a Switch game with me <laughs> on my cruise. And we can reconvene in the new year. Yes, new year, new grind. So if you have any suggestions for a good Switch game to take away on a honeymoon, then uh, now's your time to suggest it. And any, any any cool Christmas, over the Christmas break ideas for us to do, that sounds good as well. Let us know on our Facebook page, at No Time to Grind Podcast, or on our Instagram, or any other places we are. You can give us a, a like and, and a review and tell us through there. Let's talk about the game in full now. All the nitty-gritty details. And uh, I love... I don't know if it was in previous games, but I love the addition of the raids. No, that's pretty much brand new. Uh, like, I think it's Dynamaxing. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Minor part in concept of summoning strong Pokemon. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, no. It's brand new. Dynamaxing's brand new. Uh, and raids are awesome fun. When they work, though, I'm so mad at the online. But locally, uh, the local is the best. Like, It's so easy. It's the best it's ever been. Locally, it's the best it's ever been. Online, Adrian's freaking cheating on me. He's like, I'm playing with my boyfriend. <laughs> I use this code. Nah, doesn't even let me. Doesn't even okay, show so- up. I assumed that it was just showing people around and like, but I figure maybe it was like prioritizing friends because I was seeing, I was seeing my friends without like entering his world or anything. I will say it's a little clunky, but like the, the net code seems fine. There's no like delay or anything. I've only really played, no, I've played online as well, but the, the, the UI is a little clunky. The fact you have to be local or online um, is weird. Yeah, that's a bit. Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like 
the lack of a direct connect, like to just go straight into the internet part, the fact that you can't just go straight into, uh, I want to do a raid with my, like with my uh, friend. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. I want to make a party or my a friend. I guess their yeah. way around it is a code, but that's it's not, only a four-digit code. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> and that's only 10,000 possibilities. And out of 10,000 possibilities, I did use the code to accidentally trade a Pokemon to someone I did not want to. <laughs> um, a friend was like, oh, I want to, can I, oh, I was trying to get an Eevee off him in exchange for an exclusive that he wanted because he's playing Shield. And um, I put in the code... And there's no way to see the name once you're in the UI unless you yes. you go into the like bo- and, like you hover over what box you are and then the name comes on the top right. And I didn't think about it. Like we'd done one and we checked the name and I was after that I was like, oh cool, it's the same one because it's the same like it's the code we used, so it's fine. And without even thinking, because he was sending me an EV and then what popped up was a mimic chew and I was like, I was like, oh, you must be playing some like gag, you know, your friends being silly to it. Uh, so I just accepted it. And off, oh, that's right. He wanted a Gala- Galarian Rapidash, which I had to get from my partner because she has <laughs> shield. So she traded it. No, he does have sword. Anyway, she traded it to me. I traded it out to a random and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, but can you have another <laughs> one, please? <laughs> anyway, she ended up getting an EV she wanted. Now she's breeding all, all of them. So point of the story, 10,000 uh, possible combinations of four digits, not enough. Especially <laughs> not when enough. you consider that, so six million copies have been sold. Yeah. yeah. So six million over 10,000. Mm. Is it server-based? Is that going like 10,000 Australian users? No, no, 10,000 possibilities of a four-digit code. Yeah, yeah. So they say they use up all ten thousand possibilities of a code, but that's your code on an Australian. Yeah, is that locked. But what if you want to trade Maybe. with the? Uh, what if you want to trade? No, yeah, because I got a Japanese thing. That's why I figured it out in the end. Because I was yeah. like, why does this have random Japanese characters? Okay. It's because it's uh, worldwide. I didn't realize he was this much of a weeb. Um, <laughs> that's what <laughs> could be what Adrian thought. Um, I didn't really get raids because. Like I sort of started ignoring them because I was I, like, I would rock up to a to a raid den, uh, and the Pokemon that were just popping up were all just kind of basic. And I was like, I thought there's supposed to be like cool stuff in these, but they're all like, oh, it's a it's a Caterpie, it's a it's a Hoot Hoot in like the first wild area. And so I got kind of disinterested. In them. Yeah, they open up the more badges you get, um, so they're not great at the start. They get a lot better kind of as you go, but your AI teammates are rubbish as well. Freaking Magikarp, you splash. Well done. Very well done. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Uh, But but otherwise, I think raids are good. Like, they were fun. My problem with raids is also Gigantamaxing. So... You remember catching the little birdie boy, and you're like, oh, he's great. Uh, and then he evolves into a Corviknight, and you're like, he's great. Oh, I've heard about Corviknight. He's got a Gigantamax form. Well, too bad, because your Corviknight will never Gigantamax. Yeah. That's Is that the case? Crap. I yeah, that was the case. It's true. I, no, never, I didn't so, test it, but I assumed you had to, like, max out their Dynamax meter, and then they no. would. Okay. No. 
So uh, you must be blessed. Your partner's Sizzlipede, who she was in love with, will never be able to Gigantamax. That sucks. That does kind of yeah. suck, actually. But do they? Is it because they have unique abilities? Because they were throwing out some of these Dynamax Pokemon were throwing out moves. Like usually it was like Max Starfall, Max Overgrowth, Max Strike. But then they were throwing out ones that were like just straight up moves Specific, without. Specific. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's like okay, maybe it's unique, but why can't we get it? Well, apparently, uh, so speaking of Dynamaxing, apparently most Gigantamaxes are actually uh, offensively a downgrade. And also what is offensively a downgrade, you know um, Toxtricity? Yeah. Who, mm-hmm. who I argue is one of the best Pokemon introduced this generation. I upvote that. Uh, because of his skill, he actually gets worse if you Dynamax him. He does more damage just regular. Oh, okay. Because he boosts sound-based skills, but once you Dynamax him, they're no longer sound-based. Mm. Ooh. Mm. But think about that. Is that both versions? Yeah, both versions. Uh, and also, low-key would technically be the best uh, because it would be that type, uh, that uh, mood. Nature, that's the one, because nature's and things. I'm pretty into competitive. I'm going to start get into competitive now that I got the tree open. Um, I don't know if it is the battle tree. The the battle tower in this, isn't it? Yeah, that, that guy. I'll be going up to that now instead of playing Deadly Premonition. <laughs> going to verse other real people is a Deadly Premonition on its own. I want to talk about the story because, again, I haven't played since Gold and Black and White, which is also a big jump. In fact, it's probably the same jump from Gold to, what, 2 to 5 to 5 to 8? Yeah, that's about the same. Um, sure. Ch- checking in every three gens. Anyway... Um, <laughs> I, I feel the story was pretty, like, different enough. Usually, like, the classic Pokemon thing, and I don't know what X, Y, and Sun, Moon did, but it's like, you want to go be the champion, and also there's some other team that's just messing with Pokemon, and on your way to becoming the champion and going through the gyms, you take down that team. I don't know how far... How far are you through, Michael? I have just finished off the Fairy Gym, which I believe is the fifth gym. I'm back in Hammerlock. Looks like Bede or Bidet, whatever his name is. <laughs> Betty. Uh, has been selected to become the new fairy gym leader. Um, there was an explosion. Uh, Professor Sonia and the champion Leon have run off to like check it out. But they say, like, hey, you go up to the next gym. Don't you worry about this. I kind of, I kind of liked that in a way that it's like, yeah, you're a kid. Why would you be expected <laughs> to investigate everything? You do just kind of get to enjoy your journey and you're just kind of helping these other characters. I don't mind that because, like you said, it's normally uh, like there is villainous team. You have to fight villainous team. In this case, the team is Team Yell. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Uh, who are just fans. They're just kind of there. They're not actually at fault for anything so far. And they're really not actually like in the grand scheme. Notice, or, no, but even if you notice, they're annoying they're, slightly. They're they're annoying, but they've actually they like try to help wild Pokemon. They're like, we're making sure that this guy's all good. And it's like, oh, okay, can't, yeah, can't they're just be mad hardcore at you for that. fans. Uh, but just something else I want like... to bring up. Um, so I like I mean, I, 
you, someone's put a note. No, the story starts after the credits. I'm not sure what that's in relation to. It was me. And uh, what? Because you noted that under my thing of like, I like the story. It seems rather unique. The 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 latter story is a good change of pace for Pokemon. I feel I liked this story. Um. Well, the grand story from the start until you see the credits. I felt like it was a weaker Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon story. Okay, so um, other games have done something similar? Specifically Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Okay. So I'm going to go into spoilers, block your ears, uh, and this is just spoilers for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but you'll be able to figure it out from listening um, because I'm talking in relation to Sword and Shield. Uh, so in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, you have Team Skull, and then you're like, oh, they're not even bad guys. They're just hooligans. And they are sad that no one likes them. That sounds pretty familiar. Uh, and then it turns out that Team Aether, who have been helping you this whole time, uh, actually the bad guys. And now the reason that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is the best one is because they split a hole in the fabric of reality and the Ultra Beasts come loose because they're not even Pokemon, they're creatures from another dimension. Uh, that's freaking awesome. Uh, and then you stop that, and then Team Aether is like, whoops, um, I feel bad about that. I'll hand myself in. Uh, which, yeah. Okay. So they've done something <laughs> similar before. That's okay. Um, the no- point I wanted to make just then is that um, I miss a little bit of... like It feels like Pokemon's tried to stamp out all possible versions of anything dark or like not, not even dark just like not nice um while i like the team yell thing uh i miss having an actual rival that i want to like i spite like hop is mm. like ah, oh, i get it he's like my friendly competition boy you know like me and matt and smash except i'm i'm the main character and matt's hop like i don't know if i'm even hop in that scenario, I think I'm just <laughs> trainer on route one. Um, I, I miss like a bill where it's like I'm gonna name him mm, expletive, and then and then you have enjoyment throughout the whole game. I understand why they're trying to squash all the um, not niceness out, but like everything is so nice. People are just so nice in this game. Even even bead is like, oh, you beat me. I guess you're pretty good then. It was nice that he was there. I just wish he was a challenge because I I've did feel that previous games since about Diamond and Pearl, like you said, have really cleaned it up and you're like, no, no, you don't have like a bully. You don't have a rival. Um, so it was nice that there is a, like, there's this tool of a guy who's swanning around and you like to put him in his place. But then, yeah, like you said, <laughs> when he gets shut down by the chairman after the fourth gym, I think it is. Mm. He just like he is then on to like the road to redemption, which is like that's not how it works. Your rival in gold and silver is just a knob till the end. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, see, see, but in gold and silver, you guys don't know enough about Pokemon. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, what do you mean? Because in gold a, and silver, he comes. He's yeah. like, I'm sorry, I. I've learnt the error of my ways. The reason I haven't been yeah. able to beat you is because I need to love my Pokemon, and now I do. At the end. Yeah, but that's... At the very end. Not in the middle. Okay, I see what you, you mean. Know, let's have a full arc here. Let's see them 
let's see it through to the end here. I did. I of did like. Of course, the, uh... everyone's always nice. Even Gary's nice in the end. Nah, not in not in the not in the um not the like red and blue and no. in the anime. Oh, Gary! Gary is an asshole. Blue gets better. Blue is like because you see blue later in like um gold and silver, and he's like, "What's up, nerd? I'm really nice though, actually." And you're like, "I don't know how to feel. I'll get your badge though." <laughs> uh. Alright, uh, so I think there's been a little elephant in the room regarding me being a big Pokemon Oh, fan. it's not that little. It's pretty big. It's, it's a, a Cufant. It's not a Cufant. It's, uh, it's the Evolve it's bigger form. than that. Uh, so here's where I'm at. James Turner, the art director of this game, is like now my favorite person because I like a lot of the th- way that things look even when some things aren't as detailed as they could be, or, like, the game design isn't good. Like, uh, for example, what would used to be Viridian Forest just seems like it's now a clear A to B line. That disappoints me. Uh, And so... But it looks good, and all, like, all the logos for things, and, like, it all looks really, really good. Um, and the people who are like, oh, the tree of the graphics, that's a bit, you know, like, why are you looking at the tree that much anyway? <laughs> yeah, but there's a, the there's... real, the real director, uh, uh f- hang on, I'm going to name and shame him. <laughs> oh, going right for the jugular. Shigeru Amori. I never want him to touch Pokemon again. I would like for him to be fired from Game Freak. The game director of Pokemon Sword and Shield, in my opinion, like the overall game director, has failed immensely in my opinion. A lot of things just not good enough. If, If I pulled this stuff, I would be spun around three times and kicked out of my workplace. It like what what kind of stuff? Can you give us some examples? Yeah, this is t- 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 tough o- talk. Over half of the Pokemon missing without if they went. This is season two. We've decided to get rid of these ones, and they will be back. No, it was uh we'll get rid of over half. Uh without a good reason. No, like there were excuses. None of them held up. People modded the Pokemon back into the game already. It's only been. Oh, like I thought about that. Right, you showed us. Like, you showed me that one week in. They got one Pokemon in in one week. If they continued at that rate, they would have to take two years before they get every Pokemon in. Do you? Like, I can see that, why they didn't include every Pokemon. I'm, that's Tony Stark in a cave with a box of scraps. If the whole actual game freak was not listening, I'm pegging it on this man. If they weren't listening to him, if they had Miyamoto, you'd have a thousand Pokemon. <laughs> like, everyone would be here. But that's just, like, the first example. There's a lot of other things, like cut moves, a, a simplification of a lot of things. I can't, like, I'm not going to go into it because I don't have the time to go into it. Uh, and- think of it this way. If... This is so. This is in essence because Pokemon Let's Go, a, a Pikachu, Pikachu, and Eevee, 
we'll write that one off. This is, in essence, the first Pokemon on the Switch, meaning that they get to set the base. So as of the creating of this game, there are not, well, how many Pokemon are there? 800 or something? Nearly 900. Nearly 900. There are not 900 Pokemon. There are the amount in Sword and Shield. In the next game on the Switch, that then expands. But if they were never going to implement a system where you could bring in your Pokemon from the 3DS and older, they could start with whatever number they wanted with this one and build from here. It doesn't have to be the like the... Doesn't, the zenith doesn't like yeah. <laughs> like doesn't have to be the perfect one. It's the base one. It's the new baseline. Yeah, I, and that's that's. I just think we need to stop comparing Pokemon to Pokemon and start comparing Pokemon to other games. Like if you were to compare this to Dragon Quest, oh no, it'd be like not. It it would be black and white too. That's a little joke, uh, <laughs> but it's just like yeah, it, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm hearing all the people raging on Poke- uh, on the Pokemon subreddit, and yes, they are they're extra, but they're not wrong. Says the man who's calling for someone's job to be cut. I think this job has done like this game's done an excellent job. The only like I don't really have too many grabs that some of the UI like some of the the online stuff is a little clunky. And it's, like, when it comes to Dexit, I'm sad every Pokemon's not included, but I can understand why they wouldn't include every single one. I, I, would, I am totally expecting, and we have a history of calling stuff and then, like, a week later it coming out. So um, I'm calling now that they'll either do a third game slash... Exp- like, the, maybe instead of a third game for this gen, they'll do an expansion that includes the rest. Like you said, they have, like, the data for it. They just don't have the models and the, the animations. So it might just be a thing of they spend a little more time now that the game's out perfecting all of the animations for the rest and Did- and then it's the rest come. But that's the Big thing. That's injection. why hashtag Game Freak lied, because the, it is 100% confirmed in the game data data they've mined it they data mined it a lot pretty much all but pikachu is the same model itself from sun and moon and maybe they're not happy with that sorry maybe they're not happy with that like it's an interesting it's an interesting debate to have because it's like it it's a fan pleasing or a fan expectation thing versus a, a company with resources and time limits thing. And both both sides have valid arguments. It's somewhere in the nitty-gritty of all that um, data mining is the is the right answer. Is the answer of should they they could have put it in, they didn't, versus they didn't put it in because they couldn't. Like if you could absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, prove that they they wouldn't have got this game out for another year or another two years, um, and the and have every Pokemon, the exact same game, but every Pokemon. No trading up, just every Pokemon, let's say. Or the game comes out now with every Pokemon, but it's bad, it's shit models, it's bad, you know, the data's wrong, you know, it hasn't been uh, competitively tested, etc. Where would you sit? Well, that's that's why we have, like, we have Smogon, uh, 
that goes like goes in and they have their you know overused underused ubers and i mean it would probably be bet in game freak's best interest to just go to smogon buy them out and be like you like help us you work for us now because uh, it's just I think that the franchise is it's almost too big for its own good. Yeah, they they did kind of put themselves in the hole in that. They either like they either needed to like there's no way in the world they they release a Pokemon game on the Switch and and it includes every Pokemon and comes out quickly at a good time in time for Christmas, et cetera. Like, it's the inevitable uh, culmination of everything they've done. Um, yeah. It, it's unfortunate. I personally don't mind, but I'm also not a big Pokemon fan, so I don't know how much say it's, I'm allowed to have. I can, I can sum up their logic, right? Pokemon's logic at the moment is take Eevee the perfect example. Adrian, why do you like Eevee? Jolteon. Michael, why do you like Eevee? Flareon. <laughs> and we all like Eevee because it evolves into something cool. Maybe we like two of its evolutions. How many people, though, do you reckon got Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and went, ah, oh, I can't evolve it? Like, because you want to. That's the point of Eevee. It should have all the evolutions. You should have a dragon one and a ghost one. But instead, they don't make new ones. And you can't even evolve it anymore. Because they think... Like, it's almost like they've decided that what they think is what everybody thinks. And if... if I mean, they know, would have the data on it, so... <laughs> and that is true. And it is a kid's game. At the end of the day, it 100% is a kid's game. But that didn't stop Adventure Time. That doesn't stop a lot of Disney. Like, yes, it is for kids, but there is a great depth to it, and that's why it's loved. And that's the thing as well. The best part of Pokemon to me is, well, actually, probably the designs. I probably still love the designs as a designman myself. But the competitive part is, like, so deep, so rich. It has such a strong community gone like it i think if it's gone i think they're over exaggerating like they've they've picked up the pieces they've they've got their uh like i'm sure they would have balanced this game's competitive around this game like i'm sure they haven't just cut pokemon and gone like yep let's not even think about it like if anything they've probably i can't imagine that with 900 odd pokemon that every pokemon brings something unique to the competitive scene. They might have like thought about cutting down like clones in terms of stats or importance in competitive. Like yeah. I, I there's a I can see a variety of reasons. And it, it doesn't it doesn't sully this game for me. Um I'm interested where you sit overall on this. Does this rank highly in your Pokemon games of all time or lowly? As in, where does this game stand in terms of my favorite Pokemon games? Yeah. Like, visually, 100% the top. Like, that's what I'm saying. Visually, this is the most impressive. Uh, I'll fight 
as many nerds who are angry about the wild area trees. Uh, but in terms of story, I still go like Ultrasun first, black and white, one and two, they are combined, is I'm going to go with third, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, second. Yes, I'm sorry that this is not chronological, but neither is Pokemon, so hey. Uh, and then this is fourth, I would say. Okay, so it is fairly way up. I would say that halfway. It's gone. It's up there for me. I haven't been, I think, this interested in a Pokemon game since perhaps Gen three. Like I was really excited for X and Y, and I played that one through, and I thought that one was like that was good on the first one on the three DS. Um, and I think that like I like of course the remakes. Are great so like uh, heart gold soul silver and um alpha sapphire and mega ruby they're just kind of like they sit in their own little pocket like i'm really looking forward to a remake of diamond and pearl um but not sort of since gen 3 was i like into into pokemon like this and it's not it's not the story it's just this feels well thought out I don't know what, like, yeah, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of controversy about uh, what's not in the game and what people wish was in the game, but what is there is tailored, like, to perfection. Like, you are experiencing, like, uh, you, when you go to, like, a fine dining establishment and you end up with, like, a tiny serve of something and you're like why am i not getting heaps of food what is this tiny what is this piece of steak i'm going to eat in one mouthful but that mouthful has been meticulously put together and i don't know i just like the way that this game flows it flows so much better than previous ones it just it just works it's all go it's up to you you have like i feel like there's more freedom in it there's less grind in it it's it's right up there, despite its faults. And with that, where would you place it on our final ratings? It's definitely a make time to grind. Like, if you have a Switch and you don't have Pokemon, you are, like, doing yourself a disservice. And I think, Adrian, I think you being someone who's not a huge Pokemon fan, mm. say, like, Matt, and not a fan of, say, turn-based like strategy games it's effectively in a way what it yes, is yeah. turn-based rpg i would think that that this is uh this is pokemon like for someone like you who wants an in to pokemon yeah exactly um this is the best i tried to get back in with black and white and that just did not do it for me and i did finish that game but i felt like i was forcing myself through it this was an excellent in um Maybe it's really nice that for, I haven't played for two generations and there's been two generations of improvements on mechanics and the way the game plays, etc. And just the little things. Even when you take your Pokemon to the Pokemon Center and they pop up on the back screen while it's giving you the little ditty. I love that. I love seeing all my Pokemon yeah. there in full. That's the first time I've experienced it. I think it's been in other games. Um, like you said, I think it's just been meticulously put together. Um, everything's well thought out. And and enjoyable. Like I never, I like that I can dodge Pokemon. I don't really like dealing with combat too much when I don't have to. So that was really nice. This is definitely a must. I make time to grind. 
for uh, definitely for someone at, at minimum for someone who hasn't played in a while is considering getting back into it even if you haven't played since the gen 1 days this is a pretty good way back in just quickly before we go have, Matt have you given your final verdict uh no so this is a if you have a 3DS please get ultra sun and moon instead but if you have just a switch this is for you and what what about the final rating? Where do you put it? Oh, find find some time. <laughs> you really doubt on it. I think that it's I hard for me is... to. It's it is honestly hard for me to say because for me it's a make time to grow. It was a make time. To, it could be garbage. It could have one Pokemon. It could just be Charizard, and you're versing other Charizards. I'd still be make time to grind for myself. Um, this game. And what about busy proved. gamers? Yeah, so that's what I mean. For busy gamers, yeah, find time to grind because it is it is accessible, but it still is a RPG, you know. And if you've got a 3DS, the best RPG, Pokemon RPG, is Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. All I'll say this is that everyone thought that Sun and Moon was a breath of fresh air by removing gyms. This game has proved that gyms are better than trials. Done. It but, makes it better. But these gyms had trials. Yes, but there's still there's still a gym battle. God, loved, and that's what was that was what was missing. Yeah, loved the, the uh, um, yeah, loved all the gyms. They were fantastic. Wait, you you might have problems with the 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 tr- the trials that were in the gyms, or perhaps which types the gyms were. But the fact that the gyms are there is better than no gyms at all. You know what? But then, uh, the end, the Elite Four, is bad in this one. Okay, I'm not up to the Elite Four, so I don't know. I can't speak on that. Uh, Yeah, it's... I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to play a quick game with you now, just before we leave. I have a habit of naming all of my Pokemon... Uh, and there's always a theme. Usually it's uh, picking from different mythologies and pantheons. This time around, I decided to name them after famous English characters and historical figures. Uh, I'm going to give you the name, and you have to figure out what Pokemon that okay. is. I like this. So Let's f- do this. <laughs> First up, Rabbit uh, Hood. Probably got to be <laughs> Froakie. <laughs> Adrian, okay, I got the answer to this one. It's Robin Hood for ten points. It is Robin Hood. Yes. Uh, which Pokemon is it? What is Score Bunny? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> then we have uh, Isaac Nutton. Uh, is is uh, it the dog? Isaac is it the dog? Nutton. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, Yampa. Uh. No, it's not. Oh. Got to think of Nut Nutton. Oh, is it the the, the, the Nut one? <laughs> The Nutmon. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Think of like Scro- trees. Scrovy boy. You know, Isaac Newton. Scrovy? Oh, boy? the... the um, Gravette, the, the, or whatever his yeah. name is. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Squaver. Yeah, that's Chipmunk. <laughs> Alvin. That's I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, try this one. Sean Cottery. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm mad that's at good. you. Uh, the Pokemon? I don't know. So fetched. Coddery and with with 
No. Just because of the eyebrows, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Codery. Ah, it could Charizard. Be, do you know how many fish are in this? <laughs> okay, here's a little tip. I only name current gen. Is it Pokemon. Not. No, it's not Barrasquita. No. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's Arctivish. Which, the fossils in this game, horrific. What nightmare fuel are the fossil Pokemon <laughs> I'm so in this game? I don't know where to get my fossils up, and I'm too proud to look it up. Oh, I don't know where they are. Out. I have the, I fossils. the fossils. I don't know how to make them right, into a monster. I'll fade them out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. My name's been Adrian. I've been Mega Matt X. I'm evolving. And I've been Sir Arthur Stone and Doyle. Stone Who's that? Oh. <laughs> now, if you know anything about Conan Doyle, he believed in ghosts. So Stone and Doyle is a stony oh, ghost. It's your, your Who yeah, it's really I don't know rigorous. how to evolve him either. I don't look up anything. Um, You're a good boy. <laughs> You're a good boy. JK Howling? Is that the dog? <laughs> yeah! That's <okay>. the dog. <laughs> Elizabeth, the dog.